Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're doing the Hostel Hoedown. <laughs> God, I wrote it down, didn't think you'd actually say it. I can't. <laughs> so we're going to talk about hostels, just hostel life, traveling Deeper around. Deeper than we have before. Exactly. Yeah. What it's like to stay in hostels, the do's, the don'ts, and uh, yeah, all about that hostel, hashtag hostel life. And all the nitty gritty saucy stories you want to hear. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. This is episode 120. Ooh, that's just, I don't know why. Sounds like a good number. So 120. Thank you for joining us for our best episode ever. Whoa. You know why? Because we always strive to make each episode our best episode. That's why. Sorry. <laughs> My greatest weakness is that I care too much. That's like saying, what's your favorite breath of air? Well... The next one is Every, my favorite. Yeah. Everyone is my favorite. But yes, we put the same amount of work into all these episodes. So I'm just going to stop talking right That's now. That's objectively false. Yeah, objectively <laughs> false. Uh, but this will be a good episode about hostile living because we've both done that probably more than we've wanted to. So uh, yeah. we have the experience. But before we get into the, <laughs> the hostile hoedown, the hostile hoedown. Uh, we've got some you know news and uh, shout outs. So we do. Take it away. Okay. So in news... Uh, the Deutsche Bahn, who we all know and love and also hate. It's, um, it's a love-hate relationship with Deutsche Bahn. It is. It's necessary evil. Uh, it's a German railway service has announced that they will invest 19 billion euro into updating and purchasing new trains nationwide. Oh, that's nice. Yes. It's oh, an- although the, the German trains seem pretty good. They seem all right. They do seem pretty, you know, they're it's, not especially like compared run to, down. You go to some countries, then their trains are much, much worse. So like, yeah, I know. German trains are pretty modern, I think. Uh, but it is an attempt to keep up with the increasing numbers of passengers and to make the transportation even more eco-friendly. Uh, so maybe so, longer trains with more seating and that kind of stuff. Uh, and maybe ones that are, you know, maybe there's more of them, therefore they will be more on time. Yeah. And since the German government is planning uh, January 1st to create a permanent cheap nationwide train ticket that can be used everywhere, they're expecting that from now on, it's going to be always 20, 20 30% more passengers. Pretty right? much like this summer, but all the time. Yeah. I mean, in the summer, they they increased the passenger usage, but had no plan to deal with it. So no, it's, they it's, did not. it's nice to hear that there's finally like a plan for that. And uh, yeah, and, and also they'll be doing um, starting next year, this year. There'll be three new trains a month on the tracks. Oh, okay. ICE trains. Oh, okay. The, the high-speed uh, fancy boys. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty significant. Nine new ones, you mean like newly produced trains or I, just I, like I, from storage or like actually like uh, a new a new, new Article I read was unclear, but it sounds like there's going to be at least three extra trains per month on the Deutsche Bahn tracks. Okay, so they must have been, they must be purchasing, this, purchasing uh, extra yeah. ICE trains, which is, so which that's, is nice. That's yeah. good. I mean, I think it's really good. I, I'd rather them invest in trains than to invest in, you know, more autobahns or car stuff. So I think it's really cool and move into the right direction for the country. Absolutely, yeah. And plus, you know, we don't want to be a situation where we have to sit on the floor in front of the, you know, bathroom on the train or something. We all we all, we all want to see it, right? I mean, so, we, yeah, we've done that. I've done that yeah. many, too many times. <laughs> it's not fun. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, good, to, it's good to know uh, that yeah. um, things are getting modernized and they're, they're actually, you know, finding solutions to problems. So they are. Nice. Yeah. And maybe at some point in the next year or two, we'll be back to a more, to, to the more of the Deutsche Bahn that earned that, um, German that, efficiency, that German efficiency, uh, label label, which unfortunately became a myth eventually because of it, you know, past couple of years, but like maybe we'll go we'll actually go back to that. Hope so. And people will be like, see, I was right. Fishing trains. You know? <laughs> see, I was right. <laughs> um, special thanks to, 
jgresham41 for your fantastic five-star review. Really nice. Uh, gave us a gave us a good smile. Re- yes, reading that absolutely. One. So thank you for taking the time to give us that five-star review. Very nice. And thank you to everybody who has uh, sent us donations. They help keep us going because we are a nonprofit podcast, and they help to let us continue to give high quality content for all of you. So if you would like to contribute as well, just go to our website and at the bottom of any page of our website, there is a donation button, little PayPal button there for you. So um, if you feel the need, if not, not uh, necessary because you know, we don't do it for the money. We don't, we don't do it for the fame and fortune. We do it for the love of podcasting. Just the love of podcasting. Yeah, exactly. Um, And the love of you guys, of course. Yeah. I mean, of course. And the love of Germany and Berlin and whiskey and America. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just full of love, man. Like we're, we've got enough to go around everywhere. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, you know, the Miss USA at the end, you, you, you just have to say and America and America <laughs> to whatever you were saying before. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And America. <laughs> but uh, uh, I haven't seen you. Uh, I saw you. I saw you for like a little bit on the weekend, but yeah, for, for a quick minute. Yeah. Um, because on the weekend we met briefly I don't really know the exa- what the official name was, but it, it was a kite day. Is it a kite festival? Yeah, I think it was a kite festival in uh, Tempelhof, yeah. So it happens annually um, from what I remember. Yep. Like, yep. It was the first time I actually went. I've, I've a few times been on the S-Bond on the, you know, the train that, you know, the, uh, the ring bond that goes by Tempelhof yeah. and see it and like, oh, 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 great. Like, what okay. the hell? Yeah, exactly. So it was my first time actually going. So we met up with you, your girlfriend, my girlfriend, or fiance, sorry. And... Um, Misha came by for like all of one minute. I yeah. think. Like, like he actually probably, it would have been easier for him to, to stay up where he was and then go just meet you at the place you were about to go to. That's he fair. wasted a lot of time going down there. That's right. <laughs> he, he saw the kites. They were, they were friggin' huge. Massive. I mean, they, they had things that they had kites that were really one to one of a blue whale, like the exact size of a blue whale. Um, yeah. and, and also, uh, an octopus or slash squid that would be in 20,000 leagues under the sea, you know, attacking a huge, boat you know like it gave me like uh like war of the worlds vibes i mean they weren't scary well, it, was, it was a little scary to me oh okay sorry <laughs> alex is a little sensitive i was a little scared uh but you had to leave early because you were going I somewhere yeah i went to a little Oktoberfest celebration at cafe amnoyan z which is a great beer garden but right now they have i guess they, i think last year was their first one maybe not i don't know but uh now they're Oktoberfest, they're a small little tent and uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. I went there with Misha and another friend, and like she works for the Berlin Thunder football team, so a few football players were there, hung out with them. Nice. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Yeah, did that. And then Sunday was just chill Sunday. Watch some football. Watch the Patriots win, which was nice, even though we kind of suck. I knew you had to bring that up. Yeah, of course. One. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's always fun. Like, and as we've said, like the, you know, the Berlin Oktoberfest experience, of course, is not like in Munich, but you know, it's still it's its own thing. It's fun. It's yeah. it's it's fun. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's 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 a good time. If you want to drink a few mass of beer, and we actually got a few beers for free, so that was pretty cool. I didn't really spend any money at all. That was nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, um, I think I I'm not going to be doing Oktoberfest this year just to save some money. Um, Fair, but yeah. because it, it it can get expensive. Like it ranges around ten to eleven euro per beer. Now, exactly. Keep in mind, all you from the states, a uh, say beer. It's a liter of beer, so compared to that's about three American beers because an American beer is about point point three uh, liters. A little and, more, yeah. And this is one liter, so yeah, exactly. So like, um, so they're big, but still, if you have a few of these, the prices it adds up after. And, a while, and you yeah. drink them quicker because it's right there, because it's because it's because 
when you, when you see yourself drinking three separate beers, right, you could like, okay, you can manage that. But like, it just looks like one beer to you, right? Like, right. Even the glass is big. It just looks like one. So thing. yeah, it was, yeah, it, I, I had a few. But yeah, we got one for free because they took them like 45 minutes, 50 minutes, someone to come to our table. Uh-huh. We're like, hey, we've been here for like almost an hour. And so he brought the beer over. Like, this is on us. I'm like, great. Thanks so much. Actually, that's usually they would not do that. No, that's never. Awesome. It was yeah. really, really nice. Yeah. And then there was a group of like a group of like 15 girls next to us. And I guess they ordered too many. Like some didn't want them. So like, you guys want our beers? We're like, yes. So we got a second. For free? Yeah. Oh my God. So that was pretty sweet. Man. Feeling the love at the Oktoberfest in Berlin, man. Yeah, at least one of the I've ever spent Oktoberfest. So that was cool. Group of 15 girls, huh? Oh, yeah, too bad you're not single. Shit. <laughs> but that was fun. And now it's Wednesday. We're recording stuff. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, as each week goes by, Berlin gets gloomier and gloomier. And yeah, it's freezing in here right grayer now. Grayer and colder. My feet are... Yeah, the podcasting experience is changing. Uh, usually after the podcast, we go hang out in my garden but now it's like getting too chilly and we're pretending it's not with our jackets on, you know? Um, but anyway, so, but actually in a way it's kind of cozy to be inside, you know, it is talking, you know, I mean, so. every season has their, has their pluses. It's just, I feel like uh winter is already here. It's only September. I feel like September is usually not that cold, but it's been really cold this year. It came very quick this year, yeah. quicker than other years. Yeah. And, and you know, like, yeah, winter has its pluses in a way because on the, in the summer, there's some beautiful summer days that, when we were podcasting where we really have like FOMO, you know, where we're like, we wanted to be outside because yeah, you know? everyone else at a park or doing like, you know, and it's the beautiful weather, but at least like now during the winter when we're podcasting, you know, you're not really missing anything for the most part. You know what I mean? So, uh, exactly. So it's uh yeah, it's nice, but we're, and plus we just like talking to you guys. So we do and uh, to each other. Um, but let's, should we talk to a whiskey? Let's talk to a whiskey. There's something we if there's enough do. for both of us. There, there is barely enough for both of us. Okay. If there's a date for both of us, then yeah. <laughs> the, uh, this is um, another small, we have small bottles again. Uh, this is a new trend because we're broke. <laughs> the, season, is, the season of the small bottles. The season of the small bottles. <laughs> That's how this will be remembered. <laughs> Gas prices go up and the bottles get small. Uh, this is the old Pultony single malt scotch whiskey again. Now I'm, I'm trying to read this, but it's honestly just so... So it, it, we're not joking. We say small bottle. Let me get this flashlight out. Okay. Burn. Ooh. <laughs> burn in the port of. You mean born? Wh- probably. Oh, probably born. Born in the port of waste. Catris. Okay. That's not worth reading. And there's other things on there. Founded by James Henderson in 1828. Woo. Thank you, Mr. Henderson. Now this is going to be the, um, the issue with the small bottles is we're going to have less, uh, we're poppies, poppies, but also like no blurbs. Cause they don't actually, there's no room to fit blurbs. So they don't like the most they put is like, yeah. A phrase like, this know, is whiskey established. <laughs> this is whiskey <laughs> established in 1892, whatever the fuck. And, and also no pop. So here, here, here you go. Enjoy. Horrible. It's good stuff. Should I edit it out and replace them with like pops from, from a few episodes ago? <laughs> exactly. Ooh, very nice. There you go, my friend. Ooh. But you don't get a pop, but you, but you do get two of these. And two of... And two of these, which we always get anyways. Nice. Let's take a smell. <laughs> I, I smelled my microphone. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't even smell the whiskey. You smelled the mic. Ooh. It smells like whiskey. It smells a bit, bit sweeter mm. than last week. Cheers. 
That's different. A little stronger than last week's, I'd say. Yeah, a little sweeter Just as the, well. The flavors. Um, ooh, and um, there's definitely a slow smokiness. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's a very minor burn, but it's I can still feel it slowly for a few seconds. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm taking it. Cool. And before we get started, of course, if you all want to be like Jay Gresham 41 and leave <laughs> us a five-star review, we'd really appreciate it. We love them all. We read them all. And we show you out here on the show. Uh, you can do that Apple podcast is the best way to do it. And it really just keeps us motivated and it's nice to read, but again, you don't have to, it's your life. You can do whatever you want. No, you could go put the, um, the snow tires on your truck. I mean, you could do that depending on where you live soon. That might be necessary. You could go Jerry rig a flamethrower if you want. Yeah. That could I be love, fun. Love good Jerry rig Sa- safely. Of course. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's done. Oh, yeah. But over 18. <laughs> <laughs> Only over 18 and with the proper permits, of course. Yeah, with, with the permits, yeah. of course. And also check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. Lots of cool content on there. And many do say it is the best website in the world. Yes. But it's just rumors. It's, it's just rumors. I mean, but we, we've we never dispelled the rumors. So um, in a way, we're kind of supporting them. We are supporting the rumors. Yeah. And also, um, I don't know if you've heard of this website or this app called Instagram. But if you have, we're on it where it's at americans.in.germany.podcast. And uh, we post, you know, Instagram stuff on there. So when we want to give you stuff, it's just, it's straight to your, straight to your phone. So. Right there. Right there. But yeah, we, we put, on some, technology. put on some interesting photos every once in a while. We're like, again, we're not, we're not heavy users, but we, we try to keep, uh, we keep it up, keep it interesting. Give you some do content. We, once we do our while. best. Yeah, we do our for, best. For people in our thirties. Exactly. <laughs> we, we, we do our best. And, and what else can you ask yeah, of a man than he did his best? Exactly. We, yeah. we, we give it the old college yeah. try. Can you give more than 100%? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not possible. And we give a solid like 70, so. Exactly. Well, you got to save stuff. For, we got more. We got, we got other we things. Got things yeah. <laughs> I got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I got other things going on. I got to pay the bills. Anyways, Jeff, uh, let's stop dilly-dallying and get to the hoedown. The, the hostile, hostile hoedown. hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> I said this as a joke earlier. Like, we should call it the hostile hoedown. And he's like, okay, yeah, please. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, But anyways, what are we talking about? Of course, what is a hostel? Now, we've mentioned this before very briefly in our like uh, traveling on a budget episode, etc. Yes. But just a quick refresher in case you guys don't know what a hostel is. Now, there are hotels and then there are hostels. Hostels are basically very cheap, uh, no frill versions of hotels that are mainly used by young travelers. That's why they're usually called youth hostels. Youth hostels. Yeah. They're not motels, okay? Um, a mo- no. Motel still looks and acts and feels like a ho- hotel, but just slightly cheaper. This is very different, and, and we're going to get into the reasons why that they are cheaper, and uh, and then maybe kind of give you the impression of whether or not this is for you right? and at the point of life you're in. Now, I, I started using hostels when I was 18 on my first backpacking trip to mm. Europe because I... I me and my friend could never afford a real hotel like over a course of a month. Not and, possible. And, and when backpacking, you know, they make they make way more sense than than a hotel. Yeah, exactly. Because you you, you want to meet people, and that's what we're going to get into is yeah. one of the the key the key factors of a of a hostel. And and also the reason we want we want to talk about it as well, you know, if you're coming to Europe or Berlin or wherever, um, and you're traveling around, chances are you might be staying in a in a hostel, or you don't know about them because, and you want to know about them, but because you know. Here in Berlin, it's in the center of Europe, and it's so easy to travel around, and so cheaply to travel around, and you can really save a lot of money going through, all through Europe by staying in hostels. 
I mean, literally, again, of course, of weeks and weeks, you, you will save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars yeah. going, going into a, a dorm room in a hostel versus a normal three, four star hotel. Exactly. And as we mentioned, like, you now hostels, I, I think they're, they're no, they're, or maybe they're kind of incorrectly known as, okay, they're just for young people. Now, I would say about 75, 75% of people in hostels are between the age of 18 and, and 30, I would say. I would say that, yeah. Um, but don't be dismayed if you're in your 40s to 50s. You, Okay, there are certain hostels that I do know that are truly youth hostels that they don't allow people over a certain age, but that's very rare. I think that's that used to be more of a thing back in the day. Yeah, I mean, every I feel like every time I've stayed at a hostel, I've always seen like one like fifty year old dude there. Yeah, but it's it's it, that's what I'm saying. Like you can you can absolutely go to a hostel at any any age you want. Don't feel like oh, it's only for young people. Um, now, as we mentioned, hostels. Mm, I would say about 80% of the rooms in hostels, and this is what sets them apart from hotels also, is that they're, you, they are offering dorms. So basically you're going to be share, That's what brings the price way down right. is that in a small hotel room, instead of, you know, having your, you know, your living room and set up, like it's, it's now you have five, six, 10 bunk beds, you know, and you're sharing with other people. And of course the, the size of the room changes the price. The more, the more people in the room, the cheaper, the, the price right. we'll get usually with a bathroom in the hallway that's also shared between all these people yeah sometimes you have an ensuite one but i'd say in general yeah it's um there's the shared bath yeah you go in and then, then you got like uh five showers and then five you know bathroom stalls and, and, and to be fair you don't really want an ensuite bathroom when you're sharing a dorm with tw- with 10 people because everyone can hear what you're doing in that bathroom and no yeah. one wants to hear what people are doing in the bathroom and in the morning good luck finding a slot to get in there you know what i mean because yeah. of you know um, but, but anyways, as I was saying, like at any age, you can go to a hostel um, because they also offer private rooms, which um, are also no frills. It'll be, you know, it's a tiny, tiny room, which is a bed. And yeah, again, you're sharing the bathroom, but a little bit more expensive than dorm, room, dorm rooms, but you can still save some money going, going yeah, that way. You for know? sure. And um, people are usually pretty nice, so they're not going to really rag on you just because you're 40 and not 20, you know? Like, no, absolutely not. Be fine. And, and the thing is... Um, at least, you know, when I talk to my parents about hostels who are, you know, in their 60s, uh, it has a very bad connotation, I think, to the older generation. Because, mm. uh, you know, they're dirty, Why they're so? dangerous. Ah, uh, okay. Um, the movie hostel. <laughs> they, uh, and, and there's, you know, they're like, oh, you don't want to stay there. Like, you know, you got to take care of yourself. And, you know, they're gross or whatever. But, you know, if you go to hostels nowadays, a lot of them are actually pretty cool. Yeah, that they're not, they're not as dingy and dirty as you'd think. And actually, there's actually a lot of large hostel chains you know like, also true there's like the generator hostel there's one in berlin there's one in london there's one here mm-hmm. like and 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 especially these chains like they they maintain a certain standard you know right. like they the rooms are clean and, and everything you know like the, it's more they're saving money on the um decoration again the beds are very basic right bunk, metal bunk beds like there's not going to be nice paintings on the wall nice carpet now you know it's just it, they're giving you the basics for you to just sleep because they're expecting you to be out enjoying the city and not hanging out in the room all day. You know what I mean? You can, you, I mean, whatever, but like, but, but you're like, not, not going to want to, but that's not what it's for. So everything is very basic and no frills, but, uh, yeah, not, I wouldn't say I, I okay. I have been in some hostels that were a little gross, but I would say in general, the majority were very all right, especially considering your savings. You're, yeah, like, you're like, wow, this is, this is fine for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paying, and then we'll give some examples, at least back when I used to um, uh, go to hustle all the time, you know, you're paying 20 euro a night, maybe 30 euro per night at most. But uh, I've had 
some even cheaper, 10 euro per night, you know, it really depends, you know, so, um, but yeah, you're saving again versus 200 a night or whatever in a real hotel. So, yeah. And, and I think, you know, with the modern day of Yelp and Google reviews and TripAdvisor, you know, they, they, they can't be gross and dirty anymore. They have to keep up. The, Very true. Yeah. They have to have the high ratings. So I think maybe back in the eighties and seventies and sixties, it might've been kind of gross and dangerous and no one really cared. But nowadays there's definitely more of a focus on uh, security and on cleanliness and on more of like a party fun atmosphere. Cause a lot of hostels have really cool bars connected to them that you can just or, or spend it, your trip going to bars inside the hot where it's like, right, like their a, own bar. Yeah. It's a hostel bar. Yeah. And that's actually, if you're traveling, especially by yourself, it's a perfect place to meet people. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's the whole point is, um, again, you have mostly, again, younger people like, you know, 18 to 30 traveling around. And at, at the end of the day, you, 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 you know, especially if you're traveling alone, like you usually you want to pe- meet people you want to intermingle and in a hostel, um, you know, either they have a bar, sometimes they just have like, a kind of like a living room kind of area, you yeah, know, like a ch- in, hangout in, lounge in the lo- hangout lounge. Yeah. You're with other like-minded people who are from other cult- cultures and countries also traveling. So you all have that thing in common. So it is easy kind of to, to introduce yourself and just get a conversation going. Cause you'd be just like, Hey, where are you from? Where are you going next? So like you can ask that to anybody and it gets things going. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you can also, you know, like, Hey, do you want to go out for a drink tonight? You want to do this? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm done. I have nothing planned. Or Hey, today we went to this really cool place. Um, this tourist place, you know, you should definitely check it out. So you also get tips from other tourists as well. Or like, Hey, we found these really cool secret bars. You know, it's just like, uh, it's a really cool place for young people. Mostly, like we said, to just kind of hang out and, and, and learn about each other, but also kind of get some secret tips. Cause you know, you meet some people who are like, I've been traveling Europe now for three months. Yeah. And like my trip and like, Oh, we just started. We're going to this place next. Oh, I just came back from there and they had kind of help you out. So it's a really cool, it can be a really, really cool environment. Yeah. I've met some really cool people who got some great tips. Um, I, I have met a few people who unfortunately like they come from the States or from the UK, whatever to go backpack through Europe. But Basically, they never really end up seeing the city. Like basically, they just they're sleeping all day. Then they're waking up, going to the hostel bar, partying all night. You know, like like yeah. kind of these like hostel bar wrecks. You know, like who are just just there to party, and which is fine. I'm no judgment, but like, um, but you're kind of sometimes when I see people like that, I'd be like, ah, you're wasting your time, man. There's a beautiful city out there. You there know, is. like, and, and another thing too about hostels, which I think is pretty cool, if you're traveling around Europe and maybe by yourself, you don't have a lot of money. Uh, a lot of people get jobs at hostels. They'll work there for you know a week or two, uh, save up some cash, stay there for free, and then go on along with their trip. Yeah, I mean, and, but everyone bear in mind, you need a proper work permit, which the process might take longer than it's worth to work for a week. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure there's something to do some under the table work. No, there there are, and, and, and we've talked about like my dad, who in the seventies it was easier. Like he 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 works uh, under the table. He was a, he managed a hostel for like for a few months and, and <laughs> under the table. Um, but I w- I would not recommend it now because nowadays, um, yeah, if you get caught working illegally, you will get a deportation, deportation, and and you get a stamp that says like you cannot enter Europe for again for the next two three years. So if if suddenly visiting Europe, you're it puts this like idea in you like, Oh, I want to live in Europe, but now, Oh, now you have a band for two or three years. It's going to ruin your whole plan. So, uh, yeah, that'll definitely ruin some, I definitely suggest, ruin some plans. I would suggest doing things above board. And I would say most of the hostile chains are not going to take people to work illegally because right. they're not stupid. And we're not advocating <laughs> anything no. illegal here on AGTW podcast. No, but, but I would say if you're a European citizen, I think it happens more with them because they can, yeah. they can work anywhere legally. 
So if you're European citizen, your backpack, which is great for you, you can backpack around and literally just stop somewhere and there and you know you see a sign like, oh, we need a front desk person for a couple months. And you go, oh, hey, I'll do it. You yeah, know? exactly. And because you really like Barcelona, wherever you are, you know, and like, yeah. oh, now I could stay for two months and get a little bit extra. Or sometimes they just give you instead of paying you just like a free room, you know, right? You just save the money free. that way. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, another thing I want to mention too about hostels is security. Because you are in a dorm room Absolutely. with 16, 12, 10, 8, whatever other people. That you don't necessarily know that you or don't know. trust. Yeah. Uh, most of them offer like a locker with a, you know, you can rent a, uh, a lock yeah. or like pay, pay a deposit on and you can yeah. get your money back later. I'd recommend if you're doing a long travel just and you're going to be staying separate in multiple hostels, just bring your own lock, you know, yeah, with, for with sure. you. Yeah. And, or like what I, what I did once, I didn't bring a lock and they didn't sell any. So actually, I think twice. I just kind of slept with my backpack. Like I like just spooned my backpack all night. Yeah. And that's, it sounds crazy, but I would say even if you have a locker, but like things like your phone, if you have your laptop or your iPad or your phone with you and you're, you know, cause you're watching something and you go to sleep. Um, I often would take my phone and my wallet and slip it into my pillowcase with my head on top. Yeah. So that way if somebody went for it, I would totally wake up because I mean, and again, I, I've, I've been lucky and never gotten robbed in a hostel, but I know it does happen because the thing is, by the time you wake up in the morning, the person that robbed you can be halfway across your bed. Like if they, right. you know what I mean? Because like if they got up early for an early train, they could really be like hundreds of kilometers away by that point, you know. And so like they'll for never sure. get. So um, so yeah. So just be wary of that. Like keep the things in your locker. If if your phone and stuff, if it's out charging at night, make sure it's kind of like between you and the wall. So at least somebody really has to like fumble around you and hopefully wake you up if they're trying to steal your stuff. You exactly. I, I use the same strategy. We didn't even talk about it, you know, just, just natural human instinct there. Yeah. But I, yeah, I did, I did the same thing. I have done the same thing. Um, but, but generally I, th I think hostels are a great way to travel around cheaply, meet people and have, you know, a good time. Now, not all of them will be your cup of tea. I've been to a few where I just didn't enjoy myself because it was like too young of a crowd you know, like 18, like 22 year olds. And I was like 28, 29. It's like, woo, getting part of like, and yeah, but then sometimes, yeah, you meet because you're more into meeting the people who are more into like actually seeing the sites and into the history of the place. And, right. but I think in any hostel, you'll, after talking with, you always got to find a couple people in your room that yes. you gel with, um, or at least in the bar or in the lounge area. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's a, there, there's a few things in, in, um, in hostels that can be difficult, like washing your clothes. Like usually yes. um, what I would do is I would bring um, Pat, you get like some of the like packets of um, laundry detergent, you know, like these like separate little packets they can rip yeah. open, you know? And we, you could, we bought this, like these large Ziploc bags that were like half a meter by half a meter, huge. Oh, you've explained this. Yeah. Yeah. You throw your clothes in the powder, fill it up at the sink. And then you just like shake it back. You just shake the whole bag for like 30 seconds, like a washing machine, pour the water out and you'll see the brown water come out. Like it, it works. Um, and it was great. And then we would uh, just hang them up, uh, you know, on the edge of your, your bunk bed to dry. And it was, it was great. Um, but yeah, so the, the, there are solutions. And I saw a lot of people washing their clothes in the sinks, which yeah. I wouldn't recommend because you have about like a hundred people per day, like spitting and using that sink. So still better than nothing, still better than nothing. But, um, but yeah, speaking of, kind of gross stuff. Let's maybe go into like the cons. Sure. Of, yeah, of, yeah. Of, I, we've already said a few, but like, let's go into like anything else that might come up. So the biggest one for me is sleeping, which is hard, <laughs> which is yeah. like the whole point of staying there. If you're a light sleeper, a very light sleeper, I would say hostels might not be for you, but we'll, we'll, we'll explain why. Please uh, like, listen to what we have to say and then figure it out for yourself. Yeah. There, there's always like always this one person at three in the morning, pissed drunk, comes in, 
turn the lights on. Mm. Like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Or don't care. Or don't, don't care. Yeah. But like, don't say you're sorry, just turn it off. Like, you yeah. don't, you don't, don't speak. <laughs> now you're making it louder. <laughs> yeah. We have a group of people that come home and drunk at 3 a.m. and they're talking loudly about the, the cool thing they just did, being like just loud as yeah. fucking, you know, sorry. And like, you know, just like, yeah, it's some some rooms, especially I think the the bigger the rooms are, of course, like the more likely there's going to be somebody like that in your room, right? For just because sure. it's just math, right? So, um, so yeah, so sleep can be hard, especially snoring, snoring. Um, the the bunk beds, um, are up, especially the metal ones. They're very squeaking, and you're like twenty people, you especially know, like, people having sex on them too in the middle of the night. Yeah, and that's that's something that um can be annoying. again luckily that's not all the time but i've had that maybe twice happen to me where in the middle of the night, people start having sex right next to you and of course like how do you sleep during somebody having sex it's impossible so there so you just kind of get kind of angry because you're like man i have an early train in the morning like come on guys you know like i mean i, I get it like you have nowhere else to go but like please like just just please just like, get a private room or just, something. like just, figure something else out yeah, yeah. yeah exactly um, this is not the time or place i mean it's maybe the time but not the place yeah. please it's just I, and some people say like i'm a buzzkill but i just think it's kind of like a little selfish you're just really thinking about yourself and not that 20 other people in the room that are trying to sleep yeah, you know I mean, what i mean living like a communistic room right there we're all we're all equal we all have you know the same thing so let's let's treat each other with some respect yeah yeah exactly um but at the same time we're talking about some people are like 18, 19 years old. So they're going to do things that 18, 19 year olds do, which is fine. And, and, you know, 19 and, 19. and they're new to traveling. So, I mean, you can always just politely be like, oh, hey, man, you know, like, can you be quiet or can you do this? Or, you know, like, I mean, for selects or just even just coming home late and being drunk and just like, yeah. oh, guys, we're trying to sleep. Like, please, can you keep it down? Or the next morning, you know, once they're like now sober, like, we'd be <laughs> like, uh, hey, man, um, you know, I mean, I, I, we're really, really trying to sleep. So maybe you can just if they come in late next time. Could you please be quiet? Or, you exactly. Know. They're new to traveling and also new to adulthood. So, you know, it's a they'll learn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and the cool and uncomfortable thing about some hostels is, you know, a lot of ho- these, these chain hostels are kind of in newer buildings. But you have hostels that are in old, you know, like we're in Europe, you know, these old buildings with weird layouts and stuff. And I've had a couple of hostels where to get to my room, you had to walk through somebody else's room. Oh God! So it was like it was like a dorm room of just like four people, but so you had to like we had to use their door, walk through their door, and then go across their room, and then there's a door in the back of their room that led to our room. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So th- there are awkward things like that where it's like sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, like you know, like making people feel uncomfortable, like invading their privacy. Be like sorry, but I my, my room. But especially the first time you do it, and they don't really realize that other door but, goes to a room. But like the thing is, like yeah, you're gonna have to get over that because yeah. you're staying in a hostel and everyone knows you're in a hostel. So yeah, so you have to have it, some, it is some it is. flexibility. Yeah, just, like in a hotel, obviously, you know, the hotel um, guest is king. Everything's about you. You have your your room. You shouldn't you shouldn't put up with anything at a hotel. But in a hostel, you got to be more flexible, right? Because yeah, exactly. it's not about you. It's about like you said the. The community at large. For sure. Yeah. Another thing that uh, is kind of a con at hostels is, uh, especially if you're younger or it is your first time using them or traveling by yourself or even traveling with a friend, um, you can, it, it can be a little uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah. Because sometimes you go into a dorm room and there's like six people there who all know each other or who all met each other there already. And you kind of walk in, you're kind of like, hey, and you're just a new guy. Down, you're kind of new yeah. guy. And you're fresh that, out of high school, you know, right? and you're not really used to meeting people in the real world, you know, like, uh, and you go down to the hostel bar and there've been people who've been like staying at the hostel for two days, three days, even we're like, all know each other hanging out and you walk down and you're like, Oh, 
everyone knows each other. I'm a new guy. No one knows me. And it can be kind of really uncomfortable and awkward. Absolutely. So you, yeah. it kind of like the whole hostile situation kind of forces you to uh, kind of put yourself out there a bit more when maybe you normally wouldn't do that. Yeah, totally. And, and I would say if, if maybe you are more introverted and you do kind of want to keep to yourself, that can be done. Um, you know, just come to the dorm, just like say hi to everybody, but you don't have to hang out with everybody. Like you, no. you won't be seen as a weirdo if you don't. Um, but I've had, I've had lots of times where we walked in. Oh, hi, my name's Jeff. What do you, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then 20 minutes later, like, oh, hey, I'm going to um, the um, the Vatican. Did you want to come? Oh, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. like, and So I've had a few times where me or me and my friend ended up, you know, going to a museum or something like with somebody else, you know, yeah. and also say if you're shy, that happens a lot is if you're in the room, people will be talking about their plans for the day. Oh, yeah, we're going to go this. And usually half the time they'll be nice and they'll be like, Oh, did you want to join or, you know, like, and then, sure. And then yeah, that kind of breaks the ice as well. Like, and I think another great icebreaker is uh, a lot of hostels will have their own kitchen where, you know, you buy your own groceries, label your food, put them in the fridge and cook there. And I found a few times, you know, making breakfast or like lunch in the middle of the day, end of the day yeah, or, or beginning, middle of the day. And uh, there's other people in the kitchen cooking or eating. And it's always a nice icebreaker of, you know, just, I mean, cooking generally is a great icebreaker. You know, you're cooking with sure. someone else and you're talking about the food you're making. Ooh, that smells good. Yeah. That smells good. Oh, you want to try some? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? And then you just kind of start a conversation and then, you know, you go from there. Yeah, very true. And don't forget, again, the one unique thing about the situation other than like normal life is you all have something in common and that's you are all traveling. So like you can literally just ask anybody, uh, hey, hey, where are you from and where are you going? And, you know, yeah. like. Like, so you, it's an easy in to start any conversation like, oh, hey, like, where, oh yeah, where, where were you before this? Or like, or how, or how long you, if you're in Berlin, how long you stay in Berlin? Like there's so many easy ins because you know that this person is traveling and you know, you're traveling, you know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Yeah. And, and a little like, I guess advice is cause I, I, got, I felt this way a few times is, you know, I've lived in Europe for almost 10 years, nine years. And sometimes, you know, you're, you're, you're traveling, you're staying at a hostel, you meet some people. And I go, oh, how long are you here for? I'm like, oh, I'm traveling for two weeks. I'm like, oh, that's not very long. You know, I've been traveling for six months now, eight months, whatever. <laughs> and I kind of make you feel bad about it. Mm. And But don't. And don't feel bad about that. Like that person's great for them, but a two-week holiday is also fine. You know, you're doing it's not, you. It's not a pissing contest. Like, exactly. I, I mean, like I remember when we were backpacking, there was, there was one time where we went for, I think, two and a half months. And like anytime you told somebody, you kind of, there's like a little bit of pride in that, like two and a half months. But then you'd always meet the person that's like, yeah, I've been traveling for two and a half years. Or they like, so yeah. It doesn't matter how long you're staying. There's somebody who's staying longer. Somebody's staying shorter. But yeah, don't look down on them because some people they can only get off that amount of time. But like, hey, at least they're out there, you know, like exactly. they're traveling, you know. So traveling is a common experience and a shared experience that we should be positive about and not putting people down and gatekeeping what traveling is. Oh, okay. But you had a few times where you're like, oh, I'm here for two weeks, and you, you felt bad because everyone else. Was yeah, there a little bit yeah, longer. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, like, like you're not as hardcore as them, or as uh, I don't know, a free as spirit as them, worldly. Or yeah, 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 kind of. It's like just because I'm not wearing flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you, you did it. Like so, you, you can't, you're not less. Nobody's less than. Yeah, man, I, I can I can grow dreadlocks and wear hemp too. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't feel bad. Like yeah, I could because remember all those people back home from your hometown who didn't go anywhere like you know like hey at least you left you flew out you're trying something new you're putting yourself out there you're trying something new yeah and actually that, that's a good uh that's a good piece of advice now maybe let's give a few other kind of like advice on maybe etiquette hostile etiquette okay. you know we can do that, that. as we mentioned before i think a good one is you come home late or come home early don't flip the lights on you know like 
get your get your iPhone flashlight out, kind of cover it a little bit. Just just use a little bit enough to find your bed. You know, I would say like before you go out, kind of put the things out that you need for when you get like your toothbrush. Have that like ready on your bed, you know. So like when you get back, there's no all this fumbling in your bag and stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean? absolutely. Um, and, and and for that as well, for people who do do that, maybe also bring a uh, sleeping mask. Good idea, because you know, again, you are. It's one room, and there might be somebody who just feels like they have control over the window, and they just want to open the curtain for whatever reason. So, or, or yeah, there's people turning lights on and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, and you know, bring a lock, as we said. And I've actually met some people who they brought extra sheets that they actually um, pinned up around this, their section of the bunk bed as a curtain. You know, smart. which is super smart. And again, it was just like a normal sheet, didn't fold it up to nothing, and they just had like some um, they come clothespins or whatever they're called. Um, you know, like, like, I love that idea. That's fantastic. Yeah. So there, there are ways you can kind of cocoon yourself in so you can, so you can sleep in a little bit, but you'll never be able to sleep in that late just because of, of the noise. And again, with the noise, it, you know, if you get a phone call or something like, you know, go out into the hallway, again, if during the day, it's fine, but like early morning, late at night, go out in the hallway to, yeah. to call your friend or call back to mom. Like, and, 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 and don't put on speakerphone yeah, just, or, just ever in your life or, or go down to the lobby, sometimes even in the hallway, then now you're keeping up all five rooms that are off that one hallway, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you're screaming and you're drunk, like, mom, I'm in Amsterdam, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just, just, I would say just be aware, uh, um, you know, especially of noise. I had one time, <laughs> this is also a learning experience. Um, <laughs> this was when I was traveling in for the first time, when I was 18. Um, I hadn't quite, tr- uh, cell phones were still, or smartphones were still, you know, newish like iphones hadn't come out yet right this is how old i am um and so and of Damn. course of course these old cell phones still they had alarms but like it wasn't like today where everyone uses their phone as their alarm you right. know like people didn't trust them you know and so like i still had this tiny little portable travel alarm clock that yes. you, bring, you know yeah, yeah. And, and everyone had them back then this tiny little one and so i'd set it to go off like at at 4 30 and in the morning because i had to get up for like an early train right Blah. but in the middle of the night i'm like shifting my bed and I hear it fall off in between the bed and the wall Shit. and then slide down. It's on the top bunk. So it slides, oh, no. so it slides down next to the person below me who's sleeping. And then I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, no. It's good. what I do. Like, you know, like, okay, okay. So now at 430, it's going to go off next to this guy's head and he's going to freak. And then I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what to do. And then, um, and then at some point, I, like two hours later, I woke up to him getting up to go pee. And I quickly like down the down the ladder. Oh, you're lucky. Reached his bed and grabbed it. And um, but but I, I have had people who also if anyone's awake during seeing that is super sketchy. I know, I know. He looks like I was stealing something. Yeah. Um, but I have been in rooms where people their alarm went off, they hit snooze, and they went like into the to the bathroom to start brushing their teeth and stuff. But because they hit the snooze, as in the bathroom, the, the alarm was start going off again, but they didn't hear it. So now it's just waking us all up again. It's like five in the oh, morning God. and the alarm is going what? and finally somebody has to get up and then like turn their alarm off. So just be wary of that kind of stuff. What, what I would do instead is have your first alarm be just vibrate. Mm. And if that wakes you up, you're like, great, I can turn my other alarms off. If it doesn't, then you have a second one back just up. in case with a backup loudness. Fair enough. Just to keep, you know, everyone around you also enjoying their, their holiday. True. Yeah. And again, I think that's what the, all this is all about is just respecting everybody else. Which, exactly. Which again, if you don't want to do that, that's what a hotel's for, you know? But you got to pay for that privilege of being selfish. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's literally it. That's literally it. Yeah. And of course, we mentioned um, about leaving valuables in the hostel. I would say, even stuff because, like, you know, these these kind of like little padlocks. Like, also for somebody who really wants to, they can get into these lockers. So I would say, right. And usually, hostel rooms are empty during during the day because everyone is out 
doing stuff. Yeah, and the hostel, I think when you sign in, they, they say, like, we take no responsibility for your stuff. So I'd say during the day, if you're going to be out for most of the day, your valuables, like your nice Nikon camera, whatever, like, bring that in your day pack with you. You know what I mean? Like, uh, just leave your bag of clothes and stuff like, you know, just, just to be safe. Cause again, the hostel will take no responsibility. Yeah, for anything that, stuff. that you're going to be really pissed to get stolen, just take it with you. Yeah. Anything you're going to regret. And, but like, and don't let it get pickpocketed either. While you're taking it with you, don't get pickpocketed. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be smart about that. But at least it's like, you know, it's with, you know where it is. You know what I mean? You're not constantly the whole day going like, Oh God, it's somebody Jeff, in my room. Nowhere is safe. <laughs> nowhere. Um, and um, yeah, like uh, another word of advice, like we said, don't be afraid. Like when you walk into, even if you, it seems like they're they're like a there's like a click of people, you know, because they've been they've been in the same room for the past two days. Don't be afraid to, when you come in to like say hi, introduce yourself. I think that makes things less awkward if you make that introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Because some people they will come in and I've seen before they don't say anything, um, and they're just like slowly you know putting stuff on their bed and stuff. And there's a group and you're kind of like. And then it's kind of like two days in, finally, you're like, oh, by the way, I'm Jeff, you know, like just because it feels weird to be in the same room with somebody. If you haven't at least just, sh you know, said hi, shut their hand well, real quick. That, you know? that, that's a weird thing, right? Because, I mean, sleeping in the same room with somebody is just an intimate thing generally, right? Just in life. So doing that with, you know, 15 other strangers is, <laughs> is, is an interesting experience in itself. Yeah. And um and size, the sizes of these rooms can change greatly. Now, one of the most expensive door, uh, hostel dorms I've ever stayed in was in Copenhagen. Now, expensive because, you know, the, the Danish kroner is just woo. Um, and everything in... Because in, uh, Copenhagen is just an incredibly expensive city. city. Um, so it was one of the most expensive, yet one of the worst because it was a 64-person dorm room. 64? It was a, It was an old basketball court that they had set up 32 bunk beds in. That's like a FEMA camp. Yeah, so 32 bunk beds in was six, so 64 people total in the same space. Like, And so you had 64 people in old squeaky metal bunk beds and imagine that symphony all night long. It was, it was, it was awful. And it was the most expensive and the least comfortable place I'd ever been in. Yeah. Funnily enough, the most expensive and least comfortable, the most expensive one I stayed in was also the least comfortable <laughs> really? one. Yeah was in uh, Amsterdam, also an incredibly expensive city. But it was Amsterdam over Mother's Day weekend, which like all of Europe has like four days off. Oh, God. So everyone's traveling, and Amsterdam's one of the most popular sure. tourist cities it's in, gorgeous. in Europe. I mean, why not? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So I think we spent, shit, man, like 60 euro a night at a hostel. Mm. It was only an eight. That's getting to like cheap hotel territory <laughs> exactly yeah. but in amsterdam not no, really not really yeah yeah uh that, yeah that was the cheapest one we could get and you know we also booked it like a week or two ahead of time so not very smart either but you know how we book things um and it was only i think eight or ten people dorm which was fine but it had an ensuite bathroom it was a shower toilet oh you know it's like the toilet's like under the shower like in the same kind which of I've space i never liked I, I never. Like, I, I don't. It's okay. Because then shower water, it's like going over the toilet and then Everything's toilet wet. stuff. It like I don't know. It's feel like I feel like there's too much intermingling of things. You yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah. There's, but, there's no curtain or anything separating the toilet yeah. from the shower for some reason. That's really uncomfortable. It's only a curtain, but that curtain yeah. makes a big difference when when your brain just thinks of sanitary things. Exactly. Okay. And, and coming with what he just said, guys, always bring cheap flip flops when if you're going to be staying in hot. Oh my gosh. Yes. You do not want to be uh, touching the. The, the the bathroom and and shower floors like I had once or my very first backpacking trip I got back and I had um 
bumps over the bottom of my feet and I gotten some sort of fungus from using like hostile sh- showers. Not all of them, but like w- one of them was obviously yeah. dirty. So I would say, and again, not, sa- not, say- not saying that that's the norm, but yeah, just, just bring cheap flip flops that were five bucks and you can just toss them at the end of the trip. And then that's that. <laughs> I, yeah, I can. Yeah. Not stress that enough. It's a good idea. And, and yeah. And anyways, it was an ensuite bathroom. So like, if you want to do your business and there was like eight people in the room, Oh, and the door's like super thin. So yeah, like everyone's hearing like the, you taking a I shit. Mean, you know, Amsterdam, the buildings are super skinny and small, yeah, right? Oh so God. this room was yeah. probably smaller than your bedroom here. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it was not the most comfortable thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I feel like I've been through that before. And actually, that's a very good point that deep down, you 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 think you want an ensuite bathroom because like, oh, I don't want to. But like actually having one in the hallway is better because of the um, privacy factor. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. might be stalls, but at least it's anonymous. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when when, when like, you're in the ensuite one, yeah. you go in, and you're in there for 15, 20 minutes, and you get out, <laughs> like everyone in that room knows and can smell what you did. <laughs> True. And that sucks. Yeah, especially if you're young and you're single, you know, and there's like the girl you're trying to impress in your dorm room, and then, you know, like that's, this is like stench comes out after you finish. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, yeah, and not just you, other people as well. You're trying to sleep, someone does a midnight dookie, you know, it's not that easy to sleep anymore. Yeah, and speaking of bathrooms, like I had one in, um, God, it was somewhere in Germany. I can't remember exactly where, but, uh, oh, it was, this, it was, it was the same one where, where you, we had to walk through, the room to get our room but there was an ensuite bathroom and it was in the first room and both rooms shared it if that makes sense right Oy. and i can't remember why but the the hostel guy said like please always keep the bathroom door closed i can't remember the reason behind it because even when you're not using just keep it the door closed right and um and one time i went and the bathroom door was closed which doesn't necessarily mean there's nobody in it because we're supposed to keep keep it closed right I, I knocked a couple times, no response, like I had done before. And okay, so time to walk in. And I walk in, and um, a girl, she just finished a shower and was like just, just stark naked, <gasps> standing there facing me and oh, no. screaming. But I had knocked, and, uh, and she hadn't locked, and there was a lock on the door. She didn't lock it, and she didn't hear my knock. Um, but yeah, it was rough. She um, she was very, very upset, as I can imagine. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and I, but I. Again, it's hostile living. Some things like these might happen. So I'll just say like, um, you know, just keep that in mind. Keep the doors, you know, like just be aware. So that way it doesn't happen to you, you know, but like I, I felt horrible, but for the, and I had to walk through her room for the next like three days with her like, oh, God. staring at me with daggers. Yeah. She, Cause she, she thought I was like trying to see her naked or something. Oh, but poor I, girl. I didn't even, I really just was using, just coming into pee. I knocked, you know, it doesn't matter. You're a creep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was a creep for the next three days. So, um, but anyways, but it's kind of like. I'd say you had a hostel, the, the same problems you have when you just have roommates in real life. You know what I mean? Like these kind yeah. of, these, it's kind of these things living but on like top of accentuated other people. Accentuated even more hardcore for a few days. And it's strangers, not people that you've been living with for three years. You know what I mean? Like, but, but you know, they're, they're also like, you know, we, I think we've been saying a lot of negative things. There's also a lot of positives in hostels. And I, I think you're totally right. We have been maybe saying too many negative things, but it's, it's not to scare you. It's more just prepare you because when you're prepared, then the experience uh, is is fine. You know, you're, you're like a Boy Scout, man. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I want, to, I want to say one of my favorite hostel experiences. Sure. And that was in uh, Vilnius, Lithuania. Ah, Lithuania. Haven't yes. been, but I always wanted to go. It's it's great. All those all those Baltic countries are just really cool. And it was so we, me and Misha, we just found it randomly on Google Maps. I'm like, that like, cool. Let's go there. They have a they have a spot for us. Yeah. And we get there. It's a really big, kind of cool looking building. 
and we were able to get a private room just for me and him, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, with also with also two beds, we had our own bed, a private room, so really kind of nice hotel vibe, Ooh. but still like a hostel. And they have their own bar downstairs, of course, but there was a huge backyard that was like layered, so it was like a big hill, and they built like little kind of um, kind of balcony type things on the hill. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's all these different layers of seating, and you can order a personal private grill. Oh, cool. Yeah. At your yeah. table, like a little, yeah. like a Weber grill, like a big yeah. Weber grill. Yeah. And you could grill your own meat and stuff. Like you, you, you could, like you to order there, or you can bring it from like the supermarket. You can go to the supermarket, buy your own meat. Oh, that's so and cool. And then you get a grill there and just grill your own food. That's so cool. And yeah. they also have their own brewery there as well. So you're drinking like their own brewed beer while yeah. grilling. And it was just, and really cool music and fair lights everywhere. And it was like the super duper chill, awesome vibes. That sounds great. The inside was a really cool old building, probably from the 1800s. Well, these old wooden floors, but still looked really beautiful. And it was like a really, really cool uh, experience. And I would love to go there. Like, I want to go to Vilnius again. Just, just in a hostel. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of any specifics, but yeah, there, again, there, there are, there, there are so many good things about hostel. And I mean, in Europe, God, there's, there's hostels on boats. There's hostels in castles. There's, ho- yeah. you know I mean? there's so many cool locations that you can, you can go cheaply. I remember once, and again, prices probably have changed, but this was 10 years ago. But um, but even for back then, this was dirt cheap. I mean, <laughs> London is one of the most expensive places in the world, right? Yes. We, we went to a hostel not that far from like Hyde Park, so like a nice area. And we had a hostel and it was, it was in a way, a, a private room. But I, I think there was four beds, but me and my friend were the only two people there. So it was a private room. Sure. Eight pounds a night. So wow, about about $10 a night in London. That's insane. In a nice location. And the, again, the room was like, Nothing to write home about, but it was like there was two beds and they were clean and there was a wall and there's a mirror and there's a window, you know, like, but for eight pounds a night, so like you, you can sometimes, it may be, you know, it's harder these days, but you can find some great deals some places. You, you can, but sometimes if it sounds too good to be true, a lot of times it is. Yeah. Uh, on that same trip on our last place we stayed in was in Tallinn in uh, Estonia and we found a place and it was like 12 euro a night for a private room dead center of the city center of Ooh. Tallinn. Yeah, great, yeah. And we're like, that is, where every other hostel or hotel was like 30 or one night. Sure. It was like 12. And we're like, yeah. okay, great. End of our trip. We're getting kind of broke. Let's stay there for a night or two nights, can you remember? And it was not worth one euro a night. It was disgusting. It oh, was really? awful. Yeah. The Did beds, the beds, like the sheets were definitely like the owner's old, like, daughter or son sheets oh they all didn't match and different patterns on them and stuff from and, like 1995 yeah, yeah uh the bathroom lights didn't go on um they told us to mop the bathrooms we were done which, to do the cleaning for them basically pretty much <laughs> because it was just a shithole of a bathroom um so we had a shower in the dark there was barely any hot water it was like super dirty everywhere you couldn't find the entrance people screaming everywhere for whatever reason oh, like you're just screaming i don't know it was really so it was like a bad neighborhood or something it was a really bizarre no it was a, it was a dead center next, of the next city to a crack dead or something it could have been man it was a really sketchy <laughs> odd place so to check reviews i would say did it have good reviews we didn't check the reviews oh, okay, we checked okay. them after and i okay. had like two out of five okay yeah so check reviews <laughs> check reviews check reviews please yeah so yes but don't let that scare you that can happen but i think it can happen but, but that that's not the that's not the rule. Yeah. That was the exception. But, but if you use, if you use websites like um, hostels.com, booking.com, whatever, like 
there will be proper reviews and pictures and you know what I mean? Like Google so, maps is a good way to look too. There's always a lot of reviews on there. Exactly. But you'll, you'll still find some, some gems. Like I remember for the first time, um, like we were in, uh, me and my friend were in Venice, Italy and I can't remember where we were going, but we're going somewhere else. And then last minute, because of the beauty of backpacking, we were just like, we're next to Slovenia. I've never been there. Let's go to Slovenia. Cool. What's in the capital of Slovenia? Ooh, Ljubljana. Let's go there. Boom. So we, we book, um, we book a hotel room uh, for nothing, but um, our training got delayed and stuff, and we for- and we forgot to um, notify them, and so of course we missed check-in time. So when we arrived, finally at uh, Ljubljana at three a.m., they'd given our ho- our room away at that point. Yeah, um, so that's also some advice too. If you're coming really late, make sure you call the hostel, let them know. Yeah, because usually if they can or email. Yeah, usually they have a check-in time, just like a hotel, but it's which is fine if you arrive five hours late, but just let them know or else they'll be like, okay, we can double book this room and get twice the money. We, right. um, <laughs> but yeah, we arrived at 3am and they're like, nope, no room for you. And we're like, oh God, we're like in Eastern Europe and no room. Like it's 3am and we're so scared. Um, and he was like, ah, but, um, uh, yeah, we're out of hotel rooms, but we can give room in the hostel room. And he's like, it's like half the price you're going to do. And we're like, oh great. Sweet. Um, and we went in and it was like, it was like as nice or nicer than the pictures for the hotel rooms. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, Great, great, great room, private room. And it was, yeah, no, I can't remember what it was, but it was like dirt cheap. You know, we were like, actually, this worked out great. Okay, fine. You know, so great. Th- there are still some gems around Europe that you can find for for dirt cheap. And, oh, absolutely. And it'll just like, again, it's like 30 euro per night versus 100 euro per night. If you multiply it out over two weeks, four weeks, it's a ton of money. So. Plus with the added benefit of the ability to meet people, to have a kitchen to cook if you want to cook. Um, to have a bar, you know, just, just the whole general like traveler vibe. If you want like that, that real traveler experience, I think you have to stay in hostels. If you want that backpacking, like bohemian experience that, that, that you see in the movies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and actually one last question before we move on. Sure. Has your desire to stay in a hostel changed as you've gotten older over the years? Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't stay in hostels very often anymore. Bobby and I did. Actually, in Ljubljana, we stayed in a hostel. It was a pretty cool oh, hostel. Really? Oh, we had cool. a private room. But the vibe of the people, we just weren't there with. It could have been that one hostel. They was, were too uh, party and crazy or what? They were just a little too young and, okay. uh, yeah, a little too party, crazy, which we like to party and go crazy. But, like, we just weren't vibing on any level at okay, all. Because okay. um, you mean, like, you were hanging out in the in the hostel bar and you just, we're not, we're not feeling it or what? Right. And I was like, are we old? <laughs> are we getting old? Or is just like, just this one place. And then like, you know, when I go travel with her, you know, we want our own little private room. You know, we don't want to necessarily have the hostel bars like that anymore. Every once in a while, it's nice, but uh, it's not generally what I'm want anymore. You know? Yeah. Honestly, want to meet people as much as I used to want to be, meet people, you know, I like traveling and just kind of doing my own thing. And I don't know. It's, it's not really, for whatever reason, it's not my vibe as much anymore. Again, every once in a while, it can be fun, but... Sure. I mean, I, I still definitely take the prices, but yeah. yeah I, I mean, the prices are unreal. Yeah. I think I, I've always been a bad sleeper, like a light sleeper. So, But when I was 18, 20, whatever, I could more or less deal with the lack of sleep. But as sure. I got older, like... And, and I think that's when I... I think... I can't remember when it was, but I was like 27 or something. And like I was like... It was some hostel where I literally didn't get a lick of sleep and I just woke up. I was like, oh, that's the last hostel I ever stayed. I mean, I, yeah. I, ended, I ended up going in one or two more since then. But sure. like that was the last that was the moment where the hostel being kind of like my main avenue just switched to hotels just because like I was like, I just I need to get proper sleep. You know, I need to be able to sleep in and just like and just have eight hours of 
with people not slamming doors and coming in and out. And it, it was for me, it was mostly about sleep, but yeah, also the type of people change. Cause like what you, what you consider fun when you're 30 is different than when you're 18 is just the way it is. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, I mean, again, we, we still like to, you know, drink and have fun and everything, but like just in a different way. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm staying at Hilton's or Marriott, something like that. Cause I don't, I, you know, that's not what I'm doing either. And what's really cool around Europe, especially, you know, in Eastern Europe more is, or maybe in Italy as well in Spain is you can Greece and well, actually a lot of places around Europe is you can get these just um, list every country just every year. Yeah. Is you can hotels aren't only like these big, you know, chain Hilton, Marriott, no, whatever. Not. No, There's yeah. a lot of really cool ones that are like privately owned mom and pop. Yeah. Mom and pop hotels, kind of like bed and breakfast type things. Again, six, 60, 70 euro a night. Nothing which that are, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Which are also a bit cheaper, yeah. but it's also an experience. You're not just staying in a generic business hotel. You can actually get a really cool sure. experience as well. I prefer those, yeah. Uh, I remember we stayed in one, actually a bunch in Greece. And uh, this one woman owned it. And the rooms, like she custom made herself and they're beautiful. And she made you breakfast in the morning. Like that was, like that's what I like to have, you know. And you get to talk to the people, the locals. You're kind of staying with a local. Sure. And that's kind of more my vibe now. I try to find places where I can maybe meet a local person that lives there. Uh, and that's a big difference because it's, as you said, you're staying in a hostel, you're there to meet other travelers. Right. But you've switched to want to meet other travelers to be meeting the people who actually live there. Exactly. Which is just a, a different, uh, you know, point of view, frame of mind kind of a thing. So, For which, sure. which, is, which are both great, you know. But yeah, I would say, yeah. If, uh, but if you want to meet locals, a hostel would not be the place for you because right. it's most, it's going to be people from all over, right? Yeah. You see a lot, like, uh, I think, apartamenti. You see that, like, in Greece and in Italy and Spain. Apartamenti? Apartamenti is like a hotel that's not actually like a hotel. Like a pension? Maybe like a, like a yeah, kind of like a bed and breakfast kind yeah. of type thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, those are fun. Those are great. Absolutely. So yeah, so it, it does change over time. But I, I, I've still had times where um, a couple times where my, my dad was visiting me and we we're traveling somewhere in Europe and we stayed at a hostel. And again, he's, you know, uh, not 20 anymore. It, it was <laughs> fine. Like, we, you know, but we usually, I, th I think I've, we've, I've been switching more to, pr I think it's been a while since I've done a dorm room in a hostel, but I've done the last couple times I have been in a hostel, which is rare has been private rooms. Yeah, I mean, yeah, myself too. Just because it's like you save money and, but you can still, and and you get like a little bit quieter experience, but you still, it's still the no frills, but you can deal with those, you know what I mean? Like, because you're like, ah, whatever, I can bring my own towel. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I need to do or whatever. I can walk know. down the hall, take a shower real quick. It's not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I hope that helped anybody who was uh, interested what a hostel was, was like, you know, because um, you, you probably hear horror stories, literally horror stories. Yeah. The, the hostile horror story. Um, but that does not happen. I've uh, I've never been uh, tortured. No, not every hostel is going to be a hoedown, but there <laughs> you can definitely find <laughs> some good ones. I bet you somewhere a hostel has a hoedown night. Oh, I'm There's, sure there has to be down in Tennessee they, or something where they put on yeah cowboy hat. Yeah, not, not again. Hostels aren't just in Europe. Like like there there is a um the oh it's called. There is the U United States Hostelling International Association. There is like so. There, there I think are, it's smaller in the states for sure. But there, there definitely is there a huge network of hostels. We just don't know about it because we've never traveled in the U.S. like we traveled in Europe. That's, you know I mean? that's true too. Um, but but yeah, there there is there's hostels everywhere in the world. So um, this is not just a European thing. Yes, it's just a way. It's just a state of mind. <laughs> the hostel state of mind. <laughs> uh, hostel headspace. So let's um, let's review this review. Let's review this review. Let's review this whiskey <laughs> that we're drinking. Can't with review our, the review until we make the review. That's true, and then we review the review of the, of the whiskey. Jumping review. ahead there uh, of this whiskey reading, drinking with our mouths. <laughs> we're eating again. This is the old Pulteney, 
single malt scotch whiskey. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Choking on the water. <laughs> Good stuff. Old Pulteney, single malt scotch whiskey. Uh, I'd rather say eight before. It's aged uh, 12 years. Ooh. Like little like, bottle like last, last week. week. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we said last week just. This is a hard bottle to play spin a bottle with because it's so small. So. Ooh. I think it would always just be coming back to you because like even the small spin just like sends it the whole way around, you know? True. Because <laughs> it's so light, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's old have, Pulteney, let's, let's, see let's what review this guy. It's definitely a little smokier than last week. Then, then the um, the Dean Deanston, yeah, and it's got like a, a harder, kind of deeper flavor. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. It has something a bit different to it than the one we had last week, which I like. Um, it's not very. It's not like a, just a normal standard Scotch. Yeah, there's there's more there's more to it um, than last. Not not then again, as we said, last week's whiskey was fine. It was right. good. Um, just didn't really stand out. I'd say this stands out a little bit more, but it's, it's still not. Um, it's still nothing. It's not something that slaps me in the face and I go, "Oh my god, what is that?" You know? No, yeah. not at all. But it it, it is good. I, I do like it. Um, I would drink this for sure again. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Ooh, it's the the maritime malt. Where do you see that? Oh, there's the maritime malt. So something. Man, I was supposed to say I'm gonna give it a. And you interrupted me, man. Sorry. And there's a ship, so I guess it's specifically for uh, sailors. So we should not be drinking this now. We're not on a boat. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe it tastes better on a boat. I don't know. Could be. Um, I'm going to give it a... I'll, I'll give it a, even eight. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't go that high. I'm going to say... Me neither, um, but I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to say um, 7.8. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. No, that's definitely it, fair. seven is not... I think it's too low, but eight's too high, so it's... it's, it's, it's I think it's 7.8 is a better rating, but I'll just stick with the eight because that's what I said. Okay. And, I mean, you can switch. And I, I just... I don't, I don't care. Okay. It's fine. So eight, 7.8. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this bad boy. I like it. Yeah, I mean, not really much of an option. It's a very small pour, but I will also finish it. Thing is, this is interesting. Now, we used to judge how we liked a whiskey by how much we refilled it during a show. True. But with these small bottles we're having to manage our drinking much because like there's only there's a limited amount, right? Very so, small amount, yeah. So in the end, I can't I, I can't use that as a barometer how much I'm drinking anymore. The, you know what I mean? Because You're I, right. I, I think this one I would have refilled because it is really smooth and easy yeah. to drink. And usually the smoother the whiskey is, the more I'll drink it while, during an episode. Yeah, because I noticed I had a lot in my glass left and I'm like, oh, does that mean I didn't like it? But then I was like, no, because I was... There was a few times where I wanted to take a sip and I was like, oh, I have to leave some for the end, you know, right. because we have, limited, we have a limited supply. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That was a observation just of, of uh, you know, how things change from big to small bottles. That is an observation. Yeah. Very good one. Astute, if you will. Thank you. Very um, astute. But yes, thank you all for, for once again, just sitting back, listening to us talk. For 120 episodes. for, yeah, an hour. That's amazing, guys. Yeah. I don't know why you're still here. Go, go do why something else. Why you listen to us anymore. But Get yeah. out of here. And again, are you guys still enjoying things? Send us a message. Let us know. Let if, us if, know. Yeah, let us know. if, you're, if Our confidence is getting low. <laughs> <laughs> give, give us a thumbs up or something somewhere just so we know what's going on. Because really, like sometimes without feedback, you think you're doing things wrong, which usually means you think they're going right, you know, but you just you right. take it in the negative way. Because we take those, we put it out in the void and yeah. then, you know, that's it. Get nothing back and you're like, oh God, this is awful. Like, yeah. no, you know, but anyways, um, thank you all for joining. I mean, we can, we can tell from our numbers that you are all, all still there. So um, thank you very much for still being there. And uh, it's still, we're still having fun. We are having fun. I mean, always. I mean, it's like, oh, boo hoo. I have to drink a new whiskey every Wednesday. And talk to you. Woo, yeah. I really what a, enjoy. What, yeah. What a crutch. I mean, man, this is sucks. such a first world problem we have right now. So. <laughs> 
It's like a minus first world problem. Yeah. Uh, anyways, everyone, please stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Cheers. No. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>